0: Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, Let's get started. In this episode, I am so excited to dive into your marketing strategy that I will help you develop to really help you scale your brand. I know that a lot of you have been really enjoying our latest episodes all about how you can increase your sales and scale your brand, and marketing is a really integral part of that. And so that's why the next couple of episodes, we are really going to focus and drill down on your marketing strategy and just your plan when it comes to increasing your brand awareness and also making sure you build a loyal community of supporters. So without any further ado, let's dive in. When it comes to your marketing strategy to scale your brand, there are two streams that I really want you to consider when you build your brand and your marketing strategy. The first stream or the first important thing to consider is that you always want to be attracting new customers. And that means that you need to increase your brand awareness or the amount of people that are aware of your business and your brand and really be getting your slow fashion brand out into the world. The second stream that you really want to be mindful of as well on top of increasing your brand awareness is also making sure that you're always keeping your existing customers For your existing community and supporters, you want to make sure you're always fostering brand love and brand loyalty and trust with your customers. And it's really important to have both streams. You always want to attract new customers, but you also always want to make sure that your existing community and customers are really happy as well. I am going to deep dive into both of these streams and I'm going to overview what you should be mindful of making sure that you have all of your ducks in a row when it just comes to your overall marketing plan so that you can scale. When it comes to increasing your brand awareness, I know that a lot of slow fashion founders that are just starting out often have trouble with this and often feel that they're not doing enough or nothing's working. And so I did want to deep dive into this a little bit. When it comes to increasing your brand awareness, there are two main streams you can do that. The first stream is organic so free marketing that you're doing and then the second stream is paid both are important and you don't want to be over relying or under relying on organic or paid marketing is actually a fine art of balancing it and we definitely work with our clients through that and i'll talk a little bit about why that is so important if you only ever rely on organic marketing Yes, that might be great because you're not spending money on your marketing to attract new customers, but what you will be doing is you're kind of missing out on growth because if you're already doing so well organically and you know what works and you're attracting new customers, imagine if you spent $1,000 or $5,000 or even $10,000, how much further and how much bigger you could scale your brand right? And so making sure that you have that fine balance between organic and paid is really important. And then on the flip side, if you are over-relying on paid marketing, I don't need to tell you this probably, but it's expensive. It's also a vicious cycle because every single time you need to increase your sales or get new customers, you know that you're going to have to fork over a lot of money to do advertisements or maybe work with influencers or whatever marketing campaign that you do in order to get new sales, but that can be a really vicious cycle and it's a slippery slope that I don't want to go down. So the fine balance of organic and paid is really important and something for you to reflect on as well around if you are comfortable right now with how you are doing your marketing in regards to that organic versus paid split. So just in summary with that whole piece, If you only rely on organic marketing, you can probably only take your brand so far. But if you're willing to experiment and test out what works and what doesn't, and then you put paid behind it, you'll be that much more successful. On the flip side, if you are over-relying on paid marketing, then it is a slippery slope. And I always like to say that brands that over-rely on paid advertising aren't really building a brand. They are building marketing and sales funnels that work, but they haven't established a brand that people love and will buy even without ads. So keep that in mind. And with that being said, you might be wondering, okay, so what's a good ratio? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? Is it 80-20? And honestly, it really depends on where you're at with your business and what your budgets look like but I am going to talk a little bit more about marketing budgets in the next episode because we do have a few episodes dedicated to marketing. But all of that being said, it really does depend on where you're at. And so that's why it's really helpful to have someone help you, like what we do with our clients, or even just for you to like sit down and really think about this. Because I I really feel like a lot of founders, at least when they first come to work with us, they seem to kind of have an idea of how much money they want to spend and kind of have an idea of what strategies work, but they don't have an actual plan and they don't actually have proven methods and they haven't experimented or looked at any clear results. So really take the time to dive deeper into this because it is really important for the longevity of your brand. Okay, so with that being said, you now know to increase brand awareness, you can do it organically and paid, and we recommend that you do both. But when it comes to your organic, there are a few ways you can do that, right? So you can do it organically or for free through your own social media platforms. So be that Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you choose to do. And then of course, there's always email marketing as well. So you sending out emails to your own subscribers. You could also forge partnerships with like-minded brands or like-minded businesses. That's a tactic we often walk through with our clients. And then you can also get earned media. So when it comes to press and public relations or PR, if you pitch your brand to certain publications and they decide to give you some free promo, that's called earned media because you have earned it and you haven't paid for it. So that can also, of course, increase your brand awareness. And another source of organic marketing to increase your brand awareness that is really powerful is word of mouth marketing. So when your community members tell their friends or their family members about your brand, don't underestimate the power of that because that is very authentic influencer marketing, if you will. It's kind of the OG of influencer marketing before influencer marketing even existed. So don't underestimate the power of word of mouth marketing as well. And then lastly, I also like to experiment sometimes with our clients with events. So, this could be in person events, this could be trade shows, this could be markets, this could also be online virtual events where you speak on a panel, but really anything to get your brand out there and get you more exposure. Those are typically the organic channels that we find our clients have the best successes with. And of course, there's probably others out there as well, but just from our experience, From an effort perspective and a payoffs perspective, like those are the ones that tend to do the best. And so I wanted to share them with you high level. And then in regards to paid marketing, and again, we will dive deeper into how you can actually break down your marketing budget in the next episode. But for paid marketing to increase your brand awareness, typically our clients have good successes with advertising. And usually that's digital advertising, either on Facebook, on Instagram, on Google or YouTube. And then another avenue that does quite well for our clients as well, if it's executed properly, is influencer marketing. And I'm sure you've probably dabbled in it and experimented with it. But I think when it's done properly and executed well, it does do really, really good for our clients. And then another one is affiliate marketing. So if you haven't heard of affiliate marketing before, we did do a podcast episode on it. I'll leave it down below. But essentially, it's just having someone market your brand for you and sell your brand and really embody your brand and your products. And then every time they make a sale, they have a little commission. So potentially it's 10% or it's 15%. But just having those brand ambassadors or even those sales ambassadors, as I kind of like to think of them, out and helping you increase your brand awareness. Those are the three that I typically find have the most success with my clients. And that's not to say, again, there aren't others, but typically it's advertising, influencers, and affiliate marketing that actually result in that increase in brand awareness and that sale at the end of the day. So typically those are the three that we work with through our clients. And again, that's why I wanted to share those specifics with you. And now that you have that little laundry list of things that you could do, I now also want to tell you that you should not be doing all of those things that I just listed. I always tell my clients that it's important to have one to two of each. So one to two under the organic section and one to two under the paid section. And you need to only be focusing on one to two for organic and one to two for paid because if you do everything, you're not going to do anything well right? Like imagine if you were doing organic social, you were trying to do partnerships, you were pitching PR, you were trying to do events. And then on the paid side, you were trying to do ads, you were trying to work with influencers and do affiliate marketing. That's like eight. I think that's eight. Yeah. Eight or nine different things that you would be doing. And on top of that, you still have to run your business, you still have to make your products. And that's a lot on one person. And so you would be spread really thin and you would also likely not do a good job at anything, right? So it's really important for you to select the one to two that you think really makes sense for your brand and for your community and double down on that so that you can actually see results. So with the first phase, you want to make sure you're always increasing your brand awareness with a healthy mixture of organic as well as paid tactics. And remember that you always want to make sure you're focusing on one to two tactics from the organic and from the paid section so that you do a good job, you see results, and you actually are able to increase your brand awareness. And I cannot stress this enough because I've had so many clients where when they first came to us, they told us that they were doing this and that and a whole list of things, and they thought they were being really strategic because they were trying a bunch of stuff out, seeing what would stick, and experimenting, and when I talk about experimenting, that is not what I mean, so please, please, please focus on one to two organic and paid, and make sure that you do have a healthy mixture of both, so that you can sustainably grow your brand, and really sustainably scale as well. Once you have your one to two focused items and they the organic and the paid section, another thing that is so important to do is to always analyze your results. I have talked about analyzing your results and your data in the past couple of episodes of Recloseted Radio, but when it comes to your marketing data, it's equally as important because even if you're not spending money organically, you need to know what works and what doesn't and that can translate into your paid marketing. And I will talk about this a little bit more in the next episode. And then when it comes to your paid marketing, of course, you want to know how it's working because you're spending money on it, you're investing in it. So you want to make sure that your return is good. So always make sure that you are looking at the data, analyzing what's going on, and making sure that you are tweaking things, you're experimenting with things, and you're always improving. And the second pillar of your marketing strategy to scale that is equally as important as increasing your brand awareness is ensuring that you are continuing to build brand loyalty and trust amongst your existing community. You have probably heard these stats before, but it is just, I don't know what the exact stat is, but anyways, it's harder to attract new customers than it is to have an existing customer buy from you again. There's these stats where they show you the cost breakdown, the time breakdown and the effort breakdown. And I don't know them off the top of my head, but it's common sense, right? Like to sell to your existing community that has bought from you before and trusts you and is loyal to your brand is going to be way easier a conversation than a stranger on the Internet that's never heard of your brand before. And it's equally important to have both, of course, because you want those strangers to be familiar with your brand and then integrate into your community so that you're always selling to new people. But then don't forget that with your loyal tribe of customers, you want to make sure that you're always fostering those relationships and making sure that they're happy with your brand. They continue to trust your brand and just continue to stay loyal because that's how you can scale. You need a happy group of existing customers, but you also need a steady influx of new customers as well. When it comes to continuing to build your brand loyalty and your trust, this is something that I also can't necessarily blanket statement tell you what to do because it should be really tailored and really customized and specialized to your brand and to your community because you want it to come across as authentic and genuine to what your brand stands for. But there are a few frameworks and general strategies that we always equip our clients with. And when you work with us, we'll definitely be able to give you more tailored feedback. But in a podcast setting like this, where I have no idea about your business and what your community looks like, it's really tough for me to give you a blanket statement suggestion. But that being said, You just always want to make sure that you're keeping a pulse with your customers and you want to make sure you're always really close to them so that if anything does arise, like any issues with their orders or any issues with your products, you know about it and you can address it right away. And in order to always keep a pulse on your business, we do have a framework that we walk through with our clients, but I'm happy to share with you. So you just want to think about your lead generation, your conversion process your product process, your customer service, and then also end of life. And so at each of these different stages that your customer can interact with you in your business, what are some things that are going well? What are some things that aren't going well? What are some ideas for improvements that you can make? And this is a framework that's really, really helpful We have it laid out as a spreadsheet that we allow our clients to fill in, but you can just jot this down using a pen or paper, but it's really important to go through all of this and think about every single stage and see how you can improve those processes and how you can just make things better. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, we are going to talk all about marketing and sales strategies at our free sales workshop in September. I am so excited. This is going to be so valuable for a lot of Slow Fashion founders. So make sure you sign up if you haven't already because we have a limited amount of spots and it will be first come first serve. We want to make sure everyone that attends will really benefit from it. So we don't want to have like hundreds and hundreds of people there. So if you haven't already, sign up at www.recloseted.com workshop. I will also link it down in the show notes. And then for a lot of the things that we've been talking about throughout Recloseted Radio, we do cover this with our clients in the Conscious Apparel Accelerator Program, or CAA. And that is our program that will successfully increase sales and scale slow fashion brands. If you haven't already heard about CAA, then make sure you check it out. You can find out more info at www.reclosetedprograms.com slash CAA, and we will leave it down in the show notes for you as well. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate recosited 5 Stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.